0: And we're live everybody between two wheels podcast, Tyler Yonke. We are doing stage 21. The Hippodroma de la Zuala, Zarzula. Well, wow, that wasn't even close to Madrid, 101.5 kilometers. What started out as just a, a pipe dream, a hope for everybody of uh, GC cous ended up with the dream come true. We started out in the, in the night in Barcelona. We ended in the night in Madrid. We had rain. We had smiles. We had dashed hopes. We had drama, and we're going to talk about it all coming up. Even Chris Froome had no response to Alberto Contador today. For the last couple of years, he's looked a shadow of himself, but Contador has shone on this welter, and finally, he takes the stage victory. It's about how much time Richard Carapaz can take. What is the gap going to be? He crosses it at two thirty-four. So, Primos Roglic now has got 45 seconds to get there. Primos Roglic saves Lowelter by around 19, 20 seconds. 21%. It really is a hurt uh, a zone, this. Nibali hits it once again. Now, can he? Don't forget, he's just got to find three seconds here. Four if he can. Go away, Nibali goes once more in the cloud. Oh, it's almost reminiscent of his uh, job on... Uh, uh, the Giro d'Italia, we oh, almost the camera, and uh, has Dimonie been taken out here as well? I don't think there was any contact with anybody. It's just gone pop. Here is Horner. What a performance by this man. As we say, 20 years separating the man who's won the stage and the man who quite possibly has just won the welter. 200 metres. This is going to feel like party time. And the grimace turns into a huge grin. And the clock watch it when he crosses the line. Because this is the crucial timings. He gets the bonus as well. Don't forget, there is Chris Horner. Has he just done it for the old guard. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, that's the Star Spangled Banner. That got played today in Madrid. Out there. It's pretty cool. Sep gets the win in the 78th. La Vuelta Ciclista a España. Welcome, everybody. This is Tyler Yonke. Yeah, sorry for the little bit of late start. Uh, Victor, between two others live. Yes, we are. Thanks for coming in. Sorry for a little bit of a later start. We had just things happened. Look, the race was starting later. I get to start later. That's just the way we, we play the game. Uh, yeah. So Sapkous, he he uh, he won. And, and what's today? Great. I, I thought it was great. We're going to recap the stage a little bit, and then we're going to walk ourselves through each stage and going to highlight a few little things. She's going to talk, talk, talk about it. And then we're done and and, you know, I'm going to still be doing some I've kind of been rejuvenated with some of the podcast stuff here, but uh, not so much in the local stuff. because I'm not doing much racing myself, Uh, but I definitely want to I've got some ideas and I think I'm going to try to get some big interviews. Um, I always say that and then we'll see what happens (laughs) here. We are, though. There we are. You know, usually the professional processional processional stuff I'm not a big fan of in the races. Uh, but um, this one I enjoyed because it was uh, Sep. You know, wanted to get all the glory that he could have. Look, these guys are all young out there. You got uh, Evenapol. You got twenty-nine-year-old, twenty-three-year-old Aventipole, uh, twenty-nine-year-old sepkus uh twenty-one. I believe just yesterday was Ayuso, and I think Caden Groves is twenty-four. So the old man here is Sep. Uh, but it was what was interesting is these four guys are riding their bikes along, and the three of them over there on our left, they're right. Remco, Sep, and Ayuso, they were chatting it up and talking it up. And Caden Groves was a little bit more serious. Maybe he knew there were some things coming down the pike today that he was a little bit worried about, uh, which were bonus sprint points. They were still up for grabs. It was a pretty cool start here. Uh, And what happened was they they come into, the think, the, the, the main part of Madrid, and he gets the first bonus. So there was like 20 points. He had been 19 behind. Then he goes up to, what, he's at 39 or so. Uh, so his, his, his lead's a little bit less tenuous uh, on the day as far as over Remco because, uh, you know, there's some decent amount of points on the line for the win here. Sepp Koos got a cool bike. Everyone looks happy. We'll talk about how that whole team went. Um, AG2R, did they get a win in this race? Well, oops, I don't want to play that because well, there was pretty cool kits uh, that uh, Jumbo had. They had three stripes on there, pink, yellow, and red for the three Grand Tours that they won this year. Black jerseys. Uh, Sep had a cool bike. Uh, there you go. And he didn't wear, and you know, we we'll go back here to the beginning here. Uh, go right up to there. There you go. So he had black shorts on, which I appreciate. Uh, Remco's running the skin suit, So he's got the, the full ugly shorts as is. Um, I don't mind the green so much, but when some of the, uh, I've seen this before. I know, um, Tade did this in the tour. It's full, the yellow shorts. I just, you know, you wear the traditional black and I like the little leg band there that jumbo had going. So pretty cool. Uh, as far as that goes. Uh, anyway, they do the processional thing. Bor, bore, bore They're on this horn. There you go. They're, everyone's gets to do the little thing. Oh, they're they're winning one for Nathan. Okay, he's he, I think he's alive still. But I, how did he? Whatever. Have we, have we got any indication as to what he what happened to him? Anyway, they come into the city and a break goes up the road. Uh, you had Nico Danz, Kamna, and Rui Costa, and they're kind of going up the road. And next thing you know, you've got Remco making a move for it. Uh, he's trying to gap up to him. This is like 30, 40 kilometers to go. Um, and on his wheel is uh, and Phoenix is kind of uh, chasing him down. But next thing you know, Caden Groves gets on the wheel. So does people, uh, Filippo uh, Ghana, and they get up there. There you go. Filippo Ghana, Nico Dens, Leonard Camnet, the two Bora riders there. And then he had the Ineos rider with Ghana. Caden Groves, who's favored for this stage finish. Rui Costa, who hasn't taken a pull all season. Uh, and then, and then, um, Remco of Anipol. and they are dangling between 12, 20, 18 seconds. And who's going to chase from behind? Cause big Alpes and Phoenix is the team that's going to be divvying up the charge and taking them on, but there are sprinters up the road. So it's a bit, and by the way, you're trying to figure this out. Why, why is he up the road? What's, what's going on with that? Okay, well he's just following Remco, so he's worried about the sprint. I mean he's got the green jersey on there. Um, Australia's never won the green jersey, and their team won it with Jasper Philipsen in um, in the Tour de France. So they're trying to get it here as well. They what they had four wins, three four wins with him there. They're gonna have they had two with Caden Groves. So he wants a fourth one here. So the only team that's really chasing from behind is DSM. Now they've lost Malise. who who was the uh, uh, red jersey wearer on stage one and they lost a few of the guys some other guys got hurt the other day but denazi is their man so they're hoping him you've also got ef they're hoping to do it for van vandenberg and then uh lotto's up here i don't know who they're really going for but uh, you know the guys are chasing and it just doesn't really seem to work out i mean and like look at this 7.4 12 kilometers but who do you have up front fine rui costa he's got to be so fresh he hasn't like i said he hasn't taken a whole all season uh, and he did work. He did not shrimp. Uh, he, he shrift himself. He he went through the, through the line. He did it. And I wonder if it's kind of who he's riding with. Caden Groves did not shrift his poles either. He was pulling like a madman. Felipe Ogana, who can time trap the other day. Felipe Ogana, he goes for the sprint. He doesn't get the win. And they're interviewing him afterwards, and they're saying something about you know him getting beat by uh, Dainese or Caden Groves, uh, one of those guys, because he's been beat by both of them. And he goes. Yeah, well, um, uh, let's see him do a time trial. It's like, okay, well, today he's doing a team time trial. So you got Caden Groves up here. He's blowing as hard as he can. Remco's going as hard as he can. Philippo, I mean, these are some strong. I mean, Filippo Ghana and Remco, two of the best time trialers in the world, you know, world champ and former world champ. Um, so anyway, Rui Costa is putting in his work. Kemna's a strong guy. So is Nico Denz. And those guys are doing everything they can to hold everyone up. Now, it's got this, this 180 uh, turn here, like a top of a hot dog, and they are holding their own. And that probably is causing a little bit of trouble. Sepp Kuss actually says at one point uh, here in the interviews that today was harder than the Angry Lou. So uh, pretty. Uh, Victor says the route had great aerial scenery at Madrid. Yeah, it did. Uh, much rather watch it than probably be there. It's a little easier for us to do these. Anyway, so these guys are still going 2.7. You're like, at what point are they going to be causing, uh, you know, playing the cat and mouse game? Well, they come around this last corner. They're kind of coming down. To the finish here, the the group was right on him. But you can see this here. Look at this. They're coming around this corner, who's up front? Rui Costa's two teammates <laughs> causing trouble, helping him out as best they can. Good for them. But they've already got a stage win. But look at this. They start playing games here. Um, I wish we could see the the, the how many meters uh, to go. But it's a ways out, at least 300 plus here. And the 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 whole group is closing in on him as you can see. Rui Costa's team. They're kind of like, do we go for the sprint? Do we hold back? And at some point, you just have to kick it because your guy is not going to win a sprint here. Now, with the, with the group up and how hard they've been pulling here, and, and we saw this yesterday. Remco was already in a sprint for the the, the finish yesterday. He got beat. Um, is he going to have enough? Is Caden Groves going to be too worn out to be going for the sprint here? Well, it looks like, you know, he's got to beat these guys more than the guys from behind. Denezi might be the only one. And I don't even see Danese in this group. There's soup. Uh, he's not really coming the point is, Remco says, I'm going to go. Now, okay, now we can see this. 500 meters to go. Remco hits it out. This is where I was, I think I'm right yesterday about his legs not quite being right because he goes from 500 and he he does a great, great move. Uh, I mean, this is a long way to go for these guys, but this is the problem when you don't have a good sprint train. And yesterday, he couldn't quite close that down in 350, but uh, the way he rode today, three 500 he kicks hard you can tell caden groves at the, right around here i don't know where this is but they come around this corner he left a little bit of a gap kind of that sprinter's gap where you just let it open a little bit and then you hit up and you're able to come by but he had to work to get past uh remco but lucky for him this is only at 200 meters he's now sprinting out in the open from 200 to go so he has to uncork a long sprint as well now Rui Costa's team is gobbled everyone up. They're coming through. You got Nico Denz there. Filippo Ghana is still trying to go. Remco, God bless him, is still trying to go as hard as he can as well. In the end, Caden Grovzo gets it and Filippo Ghana, let's see if we can find it right when it comes over the line. Filippo Ghana second. Uh, I think Nico Denz gets third. And then the Wanty Marche guys, I think they were third and fourth right in there. But then you have a uh, Movie Star and EF coming in there as well. So the top three guys, it looks like it's a sprint finish as far as. The results go, you know, it's all in the same time. And then from behind, I'll, I'll get to the the, the the results here in a little bit. sepkus sits up with his team. Jumbo, they are uh, they looked a lot more happy today, last few days, than they had been. I think, you know, it was resigned as to that whole situation. So there's Caden Groves didn't have to, like, yes, uh, to what, two days ago? He's like, my team crashed me out. How about I just work on it today myself? I'm not going to worry about what these guys are doing. And he did it. He did it all for himself. So there he goes. it, a, it had a good gap on everybody uh, for the finish. So that was a long sprint, though. Lead out from 500 for Remco and Caden Groves. Does a bike throw. Doesn't need to, but gets it. Uh, Filippo second and Nico Dens. it looks like third. There's the bike throw. Unnecessary. There you go. So Dens and then H-Page from uh, Wanti. wanty uh, He came from the group from behind garcia cortina from movie star gets fifth rui costa still able to get up there in sixth place uh, after even doing all the work vandenberg gets in there seventh venipole uh, eighth Van Gestel and kamna so look at that from the top one through ten you got one two three four five six out of the top ten still were uh from the break so that's uh, that was uh, fantastic to watch look You don't always see this. I mean, I I remember back when I was first getting into watching cycling, the 87 Tour de France. um, They come into the Champs-Élysées and you've got um, Stephen Roach is going to end up winning it that year. I think it was uh, 87 or 88, one of those. But Jeff Pierce from the um, 7-Eleven team gets up the road with uh, Steve Bauer and beats him to the line. So, you know, breakaways uh, do happen, not all the time. Uh, but uh, there you go. So uh, this is what you happen when you when it's the that the, the sprinters teams just aren't in full force or the, <laughs> the biggest the, I mean, probably the two teams that were going to be uh, strongest to do any work would be uh, Sudal perhaps uh, and Quickstep quick step Sudol, and um, Alpeson Phoenix and Alpeson's like hey, our guys up the road. So there you go. Sepkus gets the win. Uh, cool to finish a night with his two teammates on the, the podium with him. He gets a really cool pla- uh, plate. Uh they get some other things. They actually look pretty happy there. Sepkus, by the way, six feet tall, 135 pounds. Crazy. There you go. Sep 17 seconds over Roglic. I mean, over I'm gonna go, uh 108 over Roglich, Ayuso 318, Landa 337, Moss 414. So we got um America, uh the Dane, the Slovenian. You've got three Spanish writers, uh, Vlasov. You can't say what country he's from because <laughs> it's the dumbest thing. He's from Russia, people. Just letting you know. Uh uh on Utebrooks uh from belgium uh at eight minutes there so you got two Bora riders uh right in there at seven and eight uh, and then uh, almeida uad coming in there at ninth at 10:08, and brutrago for team bahrain so bahrain gets two of them up there uad gets two of them up there bora gets two of them up there uh jumbo gets three of them up there and movie star they at least uh, get a pop into the top 10 with one so there you go sepkus our american uh, late night, he got up there with all the people. The Points jersey goes to Caden Groves. The Mountains goes to Remco. The Young jersey goes to Ayuso. And uh, the Red jersey goes to uh, Sep Kuz. Uh All of them speak English quite well. Ayuso, who is from Spain, actually grew, oh, was like first five years of his life in Florida, I believe. So he speaks really good English without much of an accent. Uh, and then Remco uh, pulled it off pretty good. And Caden Groves, he speaks Australian English. so. It- it's uh, pretty good. Sepp Kuss did a um, uh, a speech in English, and then he did part of it in Spanish, and I thought that was uh, pretty cool for everyone there. So, what what does this mean for Jumbo? And and look, there's some things that define you in your career, right? And uh, for these guys, it's, a lot of it is like records, uh, winning titles. I mean, yes, Lance Armstrong has seven champ, uh, you know, Tour de France trophies. Uh, but he's also seen as a, a major a-hole and a cheater, right? So you've got, you've got those problems in, in your life. And so I, I think, I mean, looking back, I really, I don't know if there was as much drama as we seem to think there are, but, you know, the, the seminal moments that you see the the angrily of his two teammates, uh, sub two teammates leaving him at some point, um, the fact that they turned it around and they both worked for him and, and gave, you know, helped him get the win there is something about that, and I, and I wonder if both of them, with the outcome that it is, wish that they can turn back a little bit of time, go up to Angerloo, and just not try to decimate uh, Sepp You know, By the way, you look at that stage itself, and you go, when he had to out sprint Landa, who had just saved his tour, basically, for him, and brought him within eight seconds, but he had to out sprint him for four seconds. Of, I mean, that would have been four seconds then, right? I mean, instead of eight. Uh, for the four-second time bonus above him, understanding at that moment that he needed that time to actually uh, save himself in red, which meant, you can tell, he wanted it. I mean, Sep definitely, definitely wanted it. And um, anyway, it was just, so you you think about, like I said, take yourself back in those positions. And like, when you're done with your career, would you rather be have one another Vuelta if you're uh, Remco? I mean, if you're uh, Roglic or even Vinigo, or do you look back and you're like, uh, I helped Sep who helped me so much. And it makes you, I mean, sometimes you do the right thing and I think it was doing the right thing and you're not seen as such a dick and um, maybe it's better for your life and how people perceive you. And I wonder too, if deciding this and actually being okay with it, because it seems like they were even more okay with it the last few days. Um, at least they're, they're just, it didn't look like they were forcing themselves to be cool. I mean, they I, the, the interviews were psychotic at the top of the angry loo and it was it was just weird their, their demeanor and I'm almost like a shame but yet trying to be okay with it um and it makes you go okay they they put their their pride aside they they did what they was, should have done and they helped Sep in the end win what is cuz you know Sep cuz you've turned him instead of a guy that might not, you know, he's always going to work for you. He's going to continue to bury himself for you. And, uh, you probably have just created yourself <laughs> with him. This super loyal, uh, domestique, uh, super domestique in the future. Um, okay. Victor, uh, says Stephen Rush won the triple crown in 87. That's right. Tour, uh, 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 Giro and the world championship only had marks did the same. Absolutely correct. Uh, he was fantastic. Um, great comeback in the tour de france to win i think with 46 seconds over somewhere like that 48 46 seconds over uh, pedro delgado uh fantastic uh fantastic race there actually um by the way that race itself i i checked it out once the time trialing they had one i mean it was it's almost 200 and some kilometers of time trialing total in that race it was unbelievable uh whereas this one you know they had 30 all right plus a, a uh what was it a team time trial. Okay, so let's uh, let's walk through some of these. Uh, by the way, I'll do one last thing. Sepkus had also said they asked him about doping, and he gave an answer that I think is is much better than and than what these other guys do. You know, they always say, "Oh, you know, I'm clean. I I work hard. I did it. Uh, you know, like or Lance Armstrong. What am I on? I'm on my bike 24 hours a day. What are you on? Or six hours or seven hours a day? Uh, he actually said something that reminded me of what Dan Martin uh, had. Who, by the way, is the nephew of uh, Stephen Roach. Uh, Dan Martin had said about cheating, which is basically he's just like, well, it's it's um, to take the, to take stuff like that. It's not in my um, my mindset or it goes against all of the principles in my life. That's not how I live my life. And I, I do like that because it's 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 different. And Sepp Kus actually said he goes, uh, you know, I don't think about doing cheating. You have to be uh, people that do that, that take the drugs and, and they're, they're basically cheating. They're afraid to lose. And that's why they're doing it. And it's um, he goes, you have to be afraid to lose to be a good winner. And I, and I love that. It's like taking the chances that you do and putting yourself out there, right? And and to some extent, um, there is there is a problem. Uh, Brian says, there's no way to purify this win for Seth. The controversy within the team is already out there. Unfortunately for him, <clears throat> it is. But Brian, I think when you break this tour down from start to finish, and if you, you look at all the little times, you, you know, we'll, we'll walk even through it. Um, where there's times, uh, what is it stage three or four there where Remco wins and Sep was, was attacking up the climb and then leading them out the last bit and kind of sits up. Um, you know, those are little, little time gaps that you're like, oh, if he's going for this, I mean, he was given up at the point to, to the team. And by the way, if you look through it too, you, you do, you do understand, um, there was a few moments there where he's moving off a little bit. I sitting up at the end there a little bit. Um, he gets gapped off a little bit on a few different climbs early on on those stages. And you're like, OK, well, maybe he's just not the kind of person it is. But we've never seen him try to do what he did in this case. And, um, yeah, there's always going to be the haters that that say that. But here's here's where, where, where the problem comes in with all that, which is, um, yeah, but uh, he put time on Ayuso. He put time on everybody in the peloton. Everybody in the peloton he put extra time on. Uh, but those two, Remco and um, Vinigo. So, it, you know, it's, it, okay, so it's his team. But that's what you do. And if you know anything about team racing, uh, you know, it's really not much of a, an issue. Okay, start here. We're just, uh, <clears throat> oh, 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 Chris is bringing Not an allegation, but if you're willing to dope, you're probably willing to say something convincing <laughs> about your reason for not doping. I, I agree, uh, absolutely. I just thought that it was... Um, it was a more telling answer, right? And and, and I've always thought about that. Like, what what do you say? You know, it's like, have you stopped beating your wife type of thing? You know, how do you defend yourself in that sense? I thought his was uh, maybe a little bit more plausible. Which is, well, it's it's against my code to be that kind of person. I just don't do those kind of things. You know, I, I would never, you know, cheat on my wife or something like that. Um, okay, uh, let's walk through some of these things. Okay, the the time trial. Remember, start at night. And this is what's interesting too. You've got this tour, uh, this Vuelta, uh, the first three stages, there's controversy. It's maybe four stages. There's controversy after controversy about the, the, the directors. I mean, this is, uh, ASO owns the Vuelta. ASO runs a Tour de France, but what, Publica? I think there's still kind of the people officials in there. So there is a little bit of like, oh, it's like third world tour in a sense. Um, are, are you <laughs> accusing Sep of beating his wife? Is, is he married? He is married. And, um, yes, that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you. So the team Tom trial goes off, it is pouring down rain and it's going at night and I'm watching this and, and they start off the ramp and it's like this new thing that they have to go over cause they want it all red and it's just a sheet. It's like ice out there and I'm surprised there wasn't any big wrecks, but who do you have here that gets the win on this one? Uh, DSM gets the win over, um, over Sudal, a lot of sudol and let's see uh, do i have it in here what if i go read more is that uh does that give us the results it doesn't but there was uh 10 seconds to lotto Sudal, and then you had 40 uh, some seconds to um, jumbo so immediately the big jumbo team is down now like this race starts you have everybody there that you can imagine that you'd want in a in a stage race except for Taddy pagachar right and someone goes what about skill he's my guy okay well i'm sorry maybe, maybe skill most too you'd want him there uh, as well but you don't have him so uh, it's everybody that you'd really want the second stage come in here it's a little bit of a hilly one coming to bar still in barcelona that's where they started it now go back here remco destroys uh in the press here uh the the manager or the the, the, the organizers He's like at the finish and he's like, look, you reporters, you've got your lights on your cameras right now. Why do you have lights on your cameras? Because it's dark. But yet we're trying to be out here. It's pouring rain. You can't see, you know, a meter in front of you. And I'm supposed to be holding some guy's wheel. And, you know, he's probably pissed that he didn't get the win. And every second counts, as we always know. Uh, But there you go. So um, coming in here, um, Andres Kron attacks up the climb. Uh, There was a little bit of a break that they had going and he ends up um, up the road. Uh did who get the who got the red jersey after that day? Was it uh was it cuz it when Malaysia was Oh, that's right. It was a EF Ryder uh was in it for one day. Pickley was in the red jersey. Stage 3. This is uh where things another controversial day. You had Remco coming up there. Now there's a climb before the finish and they drop down. He goes over the top with the two uh, Vinego, Moss, uh Roglic. They pop over the top and coming right off there is Soler, Almeida. And Sepp Kous, they kind of just missed the, the move there. or There's a little bit of a gap. Sep goes through them, catches up to the top, and they come around to the finish, um, as uh, down the hill, come to the finish, and Remco blasts over the finish line, posts up. If you had uh, two pictures, you could say, this is how it started, and this is how it ended with his face all bloodied up because uh, he didn't take the right-hand turn. And then, of course, he's yelling at everybody there, and you're like, okay, I— First, it's the rain, and now it's this, and you're just kind of a dick about everything, but there you go. Uh, but I believe he takes the, the red jersey in this one, so off of pickley's hand. The next one, you get Caden Grove's first win of the day uh, up to Taralonga, and then you get into stage um, stage five, and he gets another win uh, into Burianna. And then you come into stage six, and with stage six, he had already said, "I want to lose the um, red jersey." Okay, fine. And then you put a break up the road with forty riders in it. Okay, at this point, if this, if Remco stays in the race and this, and Sep wins uh based on that uh, the group going up the road and uh, remco did stay in the race but i mean like stays in the race he doesn't have the tourmalet problem uh, you, you blame this this stage right here so they put four riders jumbo puts four riders up into the break you also have roman bardet you have lenny martinez up there and up the uh java Lambre. uh attacks he blows everyone out he wins the stage he does high fives he takes a little bit of time at the end uh he puts 30 seconds on lenny martinez and um and and roman bardet he does a faster time than uh remco does remco is behind and now i heard today jumbo also saying that they didn't want uh they they actually told their guys in the break hey hey, slow down i don't want that much time up the road (laughs) which is an interesting thing now if they turn around and they go oh Sep can handle uh, a three-week tour um well we know that but i mean he can handle three weeks back to back to back. Uh, oh, he can win one. Maybe they don't say that. They're like, yeah, get up the road, get as much time. They actually told their riders, hey, hey, hey we don't want you to have that much time. He ends up taking the stage win. And when you look at the Strava uh, times up the, up the climb. He, well, look, once again, he only lost, I think 23, 24 seconds to, um, Vinigo and Remco who ended up, I mean, and uh, Roglic who ended up dropping Remco his time was faster than Remco. And he does set the KOM. Those other two weren't on Strava, but I think if he pushes and sprints over the line, it's maybe 17 seconds. Okay. Which is kind of way up. Oh, right, Brian chimed in here. Masters national 2015. We finished in a, a crit in the dark. Kyle Leo Grand won. They didn't anticipate the cloud cover creating darkness earlier. So they randomly shortened the race by five laps mid-race. Kale, uh, he's the he's the dirty guy, right? Yeah, he's uh he's not so good. Anyway, that's that's a different story. Um there you go. So Sepp's in the in the jersey, and Lenny Martinez takes the, the red. The next one day was to Olive, Olivia. It was a flat day, and uh, who won that? Soup. Soup wins that one. And um, then you get another one. It's a little bit of a mountain stage. And this one, Sepp Kuss, ends up taking the red jersey. Roglic takes the win. And this, uh, this is another one where uh, Remco kind of comes out as a bit of a dick because they come around this last pitch. By the way, last two and a half or so kilometers, uh, Sepp does a hard attack, comes up there, catches Kamna, who had been off in the break, comes through him and then leads them out. And does a great job. Comes off the back just a little bit here. Remco comes, or uh, Remco and uh, Roglic coming on the finish, and Remco takes the the sprint. And then I'm sorry, Roglic takes the sprint. And then Remco says, "Oh, I could have won. I was going much faster. I didn't know that there was anybody up the road." So he kind of has that dick thing going on. He just couldn't help, couldn't help himself, couldn't do it. Next day we have Leonard Kamna getting up in the break, and this is the stage that was shortened a little bit. And this is one that I think people were like, uh, you know, they're they're always analyzing Sepkus all the way along. He loses a little bit of room to uh, Remco and uh, to Roglic, who sprints up there. Now, Kamna's up in the break. He does a great win, uh, but they shortened the last 2.05 kilometers. Uh, So Sepkus lost a, a what, four or five seconds there to those guys. Then they had a rest day. And coming into that, they had the time trial. We get the world champ against the former world champ. The former world champ, uh, Gano ends up winning it. So he gets a stage win and a one for, um, one for his team. Remco comes in, what, 17 seconds down. You got another 30, 40 seconds is Roglic. About a minute eight or so is, uh, Vingigo. Minute 20 so is, uh... Sapkous in the red jersey. He holds on to it. I mean, he had two plus minutes. He only lost around a minute or so to these guys. He does an amazing time trial. And that's when everybody said, oh, OK, now that's out of the way. This this may be the one to go. Uh, next one, stage, what is it? Stage 11. We got Jesus Arada. It was an uphill finish. You had Filippo Ghana up in the break there with Garrett Thomas. They're They're, they're going to. Real, just reel it out and, and get the win for Garrett, but he can't do it. Jesus Arada comes across the line and his sworn year is tackled by the police or the security because he's going so crazy. Remco tries to jump at the end and Sepp Kuss is right on his wheel and everyone's like, oh, whoa, 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 looking looking a little different now. Maybe Sep could do it. The Tourmalet, turning point in the race, stage uh, 12, um, I'm sorry. This is before this one. This is into Zaragoza and Milano wins for UAE. So they at least get their win today. Then we got to Tormale. This was dedicated to uh, Jonas's daughter. Remember, he attacks from 5K out. Sepkus waits for a kilometer. He had the encounter attacks. He had over a minute at that point to uh, for Jonas. He takes it, uh, about half of it back. R- R- Roglic comes back with him uh, dropping a little bit but kind of pulling up and that's where you saw these these weird things you're like oh I actually think Rem, uh, you know, team stuff aside you've let your guy going up the road you may actually have had Remco uh, I'm sorry uh, Sep winning that stage he, at that point because Jonas had had the shits during the first part of the week so uh, he may have had it uh, Remco by the way he and Almeida lose time Almeida loses about 10, uh, 8, 7 minutes or something like that uh, Remco ends up uh, losing like 20 some, but the very next day he comes back in full force, takes the stage up to the top of the mountain. But the the GC doesn't really change much. Then they go into Lucanberry. It's a hilly stage. This is where Rui Costa plays the cards, and he doesn't take any pulls, and he uh, takes the win. Uh, so he gets that one for Interwante Marche. Then they had their second rest day. They come out of that the last week as we know blazing. You got Bajez time. Tr- I'm sorry, uh, climb. This is also a crazy one because this is a little bit more of a punchy one. Once again, Jonas decides he's going to go early. He gets almost another minute up the road and he is uh, playing with fire here because he's uh, attacking, but he's doing it for his buddy, Nathan. Uh, so there, uh, everything's fine. Roglich. <laughs> D- tries to dump Sep. Sep loses a little bit at the finish, but he says, hey, I feel good for the Angrelou. We know what happened at the Angrelou. We've walked that through. We've talked about it over and over, but it'll be the seminal part of this tour de front. It's where we have the, uh, the low and the high parts all kind of coming together. Sepp Kuss showed that he was never to be in doubt at this point. He's in great shape drops everybody but his two teammates he's hanging there with him in the last two kilometers Ruglich goes up the road vinigo looks back does has that moment of truth and they both leave him which you shouldn't do I mean that's what the bad part is right he's in the red jersey you don't leave your guy you dumped him Mikil Landa does the good teammate thing and saves uh, the race for uh, um, saves the race for after that you had a lot of uh, debate going on a lot of drama. But then Remco comes out and gets his second stage win of the tour, just takes over the mountain jerseys, and nothing has really happened. That's where we started to see this consolidation from Jumbo. They rode around Sepkus. Then you had the wreck here right near the end that took out um, for stage uh, stage 19. That took out the wreck for Caden Groves, but Danese gets his win. Great stage yesterday for stage 20 with amazing ride for Iwap Poles gets the better over Remco. And then today, coming in, we had Caden Groves getting the win, and the overall victory goes to Sepkus, who were very happy about that. Um, uh, Masters Nationals, yeah, we already talked about that. So there we have it. It For me, it was a great race. Um, I I, I had a great time, I enjoyed it all. There was a lot of drama. If we didn't have that drama, it wouldn't have felt quite the same thing. You know, I had the same feelings watching this, even to begin with, as I did with Chris Horner, which is. when he won like early, early success, like Sapkous is right up there. He's looking good. Got done in the stage six right away. A lot of success. And you're like, oh, he could get the red jersey. Um, and then you always go like, I mean, what what's the problem with him holding this for quite some time? Um, and you saw that it wasn't any other problem other than, uh, you know, drama between his teammates. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad he was able to pull that out. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I think the best thing for him is to stay at uh, Jumbo. I think he understands that. He's talked about when he went there, just the dramatic change of training, everything that goes into it. And he has a lot of faith that that happened. Remember, he and Nielsen Palace come in there together. Nilsson actually has, I think, a better um, Vuelta than he does when, um, when Roglic won the first one. I think it was 2018, 2019. I think that's when it was. Uh, and you're like, oh, and then he had a good tour to France as well. And then, um, moves on to, well, he went into EF, had a good tour, but then, I mean, the guy that's been the, the kind of the grand tour overall guy has really been Sepkus, so maybe don't go to EF, maybe stay with jumbo and, uh, everything should be, uh, working out for us Let's play that star Spangled Banner one more time. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us on the tour of Spain, the Vuelta a España for this uh, edition that we've had, we've been covering quite a few start out on stage 11. I didn't start out the first ones and then we covered them all the way through. So we did that on the tour. We did a lot of on the Giro as well. So uh, we'll hope to do that next year and, but we'll be doing some more things in the future. So get those, uh, notification bells going, subscribe to us, share the show out there and make sure that you see us when you do. Other than that, everyone have a good week. See ya.